Hey, and welcome to my podcast, If the Phrase Fits. You know, I was looking at the ocean recently after a typhoon here, and the waves were quite powerful. And I thought to myself, why don't I do a podcast episode on water? So, here we are. The first water idiom I want to talk about is water under the bridge. Something that is water under the bridge is no longer a problem or no longer important. For instance, let's say you had an argument with a friend a couple of weeks ago, and both of you were mad at each other, but then your friend might apologize to you, and in response you could say, ah, don't worry about it, it's water under the bridge. Basically, you're telling your friend that it's okay. It's not important anymore, and you have either forgiven him or forgotten about it, or both. It's a pretty useful phrase when you want things to go smoothly again with someone. There's an American version of this idiom that goes, water over the dam, which appears to have been said before water under the bridge. So, what's the origin of water under the bridge or water over the dam? The image is pretty clear. We often compare the flow of water to the passage of time. So, in this sense, water that is passed under a bridge or over a dam is gone forever. It's never coming back, like time. Yeah, like the minute and 30 seconds you've been listening to this podcast, you'll never get that back. <laughs> well, whatever. Like a lot of idioms, though, there seems to be some disagreement about how it began. A website called phrases.org says it was first recorded in English in a book of Proverbs written by the English writer John Haywood in 1546. Phrases.org says water under the bridge is actually an ancient proverb that had been used long before Haywood's book. Some other sites, however, say it didn't start being used until the early 1900s. To muddy the waters even further, now that is the next idiom I'm going to talk about, to muddy the waters, which means to make things more unclear or confusing. Well, to muddy the waters even more, idioms.online says the idiom has been used since the 1700s or 1800s. The American Heritage Dictionary of Idioms is more specific, stating that water over the dam was first recorded in 1797 and water under the bridge appeared during the late 1800s. To be honest, I don't think I'd ever heard of water over the dam before I did this research, but I was quite familiar with water under the bridge. It shows how idioms can, in many cases, be very regional. One's use and knowledge of them can vary depending on which part of the world or country a person lives in. Now, Muddy the Waters, which I mentioned a few moments ago, is the second idiom of this episode. Like water under the bridge, the imagery is easy to understand. If water is muddy, you can't see through it, just like an idea or concept that is not clear to you. Some people muddy the waters, that is, make things more complicated or confusing, by accident. Others, and here I'm thinking of those sneaky politicians, muddy the waters because they want people to be confused about an issue. I'm not going to name any names here, but you sneaky politicians out there, you know I'm talking about you. The phrase muddy the waters also has a confusing origin story. Appropriate, huh? Dictionary.com says it was first recorded in 1837. Another site, this one called Grammarist.com, says that the idiom has been used since the 1600s. 
This claim gets support from another site called MediaManipulation.org that states that while the origin of the phrase is not clear, it first appeared in the Oxford English Dictionary in 1653. That site also notes there is a Chinese proverb that also uses the image of muddy water. It translates into muddy waters make it easy to catch fish. Let's hope the origin of this next water idiom is less muddy. The phrase is hold water. If a statement or belief holds water, it is believable or reasonable. This expression is most commonly used in the negative form, that is, doesn't hold water, meaning a belief or statement is not reasonable, not logical, or is not consistent with or supported by the facts. I'm going to do a short role play to demonstrate. Do you believe what that politician just said? No way. It doesn't hold water. I think he's either lying or an idiot. <laughs> Politicians are an easy target. Where did this expression come from? Idiomorigins.org states that hold water dates back centuries to the 1600s and refers to a container that doesn't leak, which is the same time frame and explanation that the American Heritage Dictionary of Idioms gives. I don't want to muddy the waters here, but there are some sites, including Wiktionary, that have different explanations of the origin of old water. Wiktionary says it possibly comes from the King James Version of the Bible in Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13, that apparently mentions containers holding no water. All right, here's the fourth idiom of this episode, in hot water. As you may already know, this idiom just means to be in trouble. As the Voice of America and other websites tell us, this expression is hundreds of years old and it may be related to warfare in the old days. During medieval times, people defending castles would pour boiling water on their enemies below who were trying to attack them. Well, I don't want to pour cold water on that origin story. And that is the next water idiom, by the way. If you pour cold water on something, you reject it or criticize it. Anyway, as I was saying, I don't want to pour cold water on that interesting story about the origin of in-hot water, but the Merriam-Webster Dictionary says that the first known use of it didn't occur until 1840. Sorry for not only pouring cold water on that, but also muddying the waters a bit. Now, let's look at the fifth and final idiom for this show. Pour cold water on something. You can also say, throw cold water. Dictionary.com says that this idiom, in its meaning to reject or criticize an idea or suggestion, first occurred around 1800, a theory that the American Heritage Dictionary of Idioms also supports. The idea, the writers of those sites say, is of pouring water on a flame to extinguish it. That's an appropriate image if you consider that passion about something is often imagined as fire. So, by throwing water on an idea, you are reducing someone's passion for it. Both Dictionary.com and the American Heritage Dictionary of Idioms note that prior to the 1800s, the phrase was used to refer to defaming someone by saying bad things about them. Hmm, sounds like I'm muddying the waters again. Let's take a look back and do a quick review of the five idioms in this episode. The first one was water under the bridge which is used to tell someone that a conflict or some other problem is not important anymore. Then, I looked at muddy the waters. If someone muddies the waters, 
they make something more confusing or complicated than it was before, either accidentally or on purpose. The origin of the third idiom, hold water, is connected to containers leaking, or rather not leaking. If an opinion, statement, or belief doesn't hold water, it is not reasonable, not supported by the facts, or is contradictory. In other words, like a container that leaks, it's not trustworthy. Idiom number four about water was in hot water. It has an interesting possible origin story about defenders of castles pouring boiling water on their enemies. And finally, I examined why we say pour or throw cold water on something, which means to criticize or reject someone's suggestions or ideas. This brings me to the end of this episode. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to my podcast, If the Phrase Fits. If you haven't already, please consider following and letting your friends know about it. Thanks also to Zapsplat.com for the sound effects and music. Bye for now.